This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the great wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes are being attacked by a meteor full of goo. Butthole befriended his ancient ancestor and learned about the true history of a car. Quinny was complimented for his stealth skills, and Echo gained the respect of an ancient being because of her various murders. But what will happen now that the black substance has taken over Reginald's body? Find out next. On Dom Doms and Dragons. Reginald, there were countless times when you were waking up in the world of the Horde uh, under the, the heel of the Black Spider and his army of magic weapon enhanced soldiers and, you know, evil schemes that you just thought about what it might be like to be safe. And being safe is, is kind of, I think, an abstract uh, concept to you in the way uh, home ownership in Toronto is to, like, everyone. Uh, <laughs> just, like, a thing you, you can conceive of existing somewhere in the world, but, like, you know, it doesn't seem real. It's like the million-dollar bill thing where it's like, sure, maybe, but, like, no. Um, but you nevertheless considered uh, the, the prospect of, of what safety would look like. And for you, one of the closest ways you could imagine that was uh, to get the black goo uh, that your father had uh because your father being one of the scariest motherfuckers that you you <laughs> had the displeasure of knowing if he has something that makes him feel safe it's probably dangerous enough to keep you safe as well um or at least to dissuade other people so i think in an odd way the the idea the the aspirational goo was a um a, a blanket for you that you you kind of always uh, wanted, uh, which is a bummer when it uh, invades your face uh, and and uh, takes over your body, uh, because you quickly realize as you you plummet, um, sort of into a, a a dark tide of of goo within your own head, that uh, it it isn't a comfort blanket uh, so much as a a comfort parasite. Uh, and the comfort is is the comfort is it's not yours. Uh, so you are uh, lost in your own mind palace as uh, the goo takes over your extremities, um, raises your blade, and uh, lets out a, a, a horrific multi-toothed screech uh, at at your companions, which you don't hear at all because you are deep, deep, deep inside your own mind. Outside of Reginald, uh, what you see is uh, the the goo. Again, just kind of like uh, invade him like X-Files goo style, um, where like it rolls back up through his eyes and immediately coats his body. Um, oh. The face of Blood Worthington, Tingleria, melting into this, this 
torrent of goo, um, clearly having uploaded her essence somehow into it, it is now fully in control uh, as much as something without a with only instinct and no brain can be. Uh, it is is surrounding Reginald, uh, so his body is becoming very much that kind of like venom without the uh, the fucking logo kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, over his armor and stuff, but kind of like bubbling and undulating um, with the the lack of a kind of central brain to control it. And when I say it screams at you with with teeth, uh, it's not the venom situation of like you know mouth opens and there's the like the big pearly whites. This is really much more of like the black goo itself forms a large kind of circular cone of teeth um, that are just made of the goo itself. Um, it is it is a, a primal uh, expression of teeth and an endless maw rather than a physical one. Um, so uh, the Reginald monster uh, yells at you. Uh, and we're going to roll some initiative. <sighs> and Reginald, please roll as well for what's going on in your head. That's in reasonable. Your oh, who earns? Seven. Seven? In this economy? <laughs> Reginald got a five. Butthole got a 19. Just loves his brother somehow, some way. Quinny. <laughs> uh, Quinny got 23. Hey. Oh. And... Uh, the substance got 19 as well. Oh, plus stuff. So do I add to that? You get, okay. Had nothing. <laughs> I mean, it gets one. It's not, it's, yeah. it's not a lot. Uh, <laughs> everybody gets one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So top of the round then is Quinny. Um, again, like Reginald is, is clearly inside this. His, his body is being puppeted by it, uh, but it's not just coding him. It has also um, sort of taken root inside him. So uh, damaging it runs the risk of damaging Reginald. Um, and you may not care about that, but that is what will happen. So have at it. Yeah. Uh, seeing it um, enter his body and, and take over. Um, I... Uh, And hearing everything that Blood Worthington had to say about Archibald, I am going to try to get it to jump out of its new host immediately by casting Minor Illusion of my memory of Archibald Tingler. Just mm-hmm. how I remember him on that day when we Ooh. fought him. Standing there in his religious robes and all of that that smug look on his face, standing back on uh, the meteor, basically, just on top of the, the meteor crashed into the crater. Okay. Um, what do I need to roll for your minor illusion? That's a good question. <laughs> I'm just going to bring it up real quick. Oh, I may not be allowed to do this. I can create a sound or an image of an object, and Archibald Tingler is not an object. I don't know. What if you make him sexy? I'd call him an object. (laughs) Like, if you make him sexy, you could objectify him, and then he'd be an object. So, like, what if he's sexier than traditional Archibald? Okay. It's Archibald in the Borat Green V uh, (laughs) bikini Speedo thing. Um, Very nice. I like. (laughs) Um... (laughs) 
<laughs> my uh, evil dad. <laughs> what, uh, what's your what's your ruling on that? Good, good DM. Yeah, I think given that there are spells that nah. specifically exist to do what you're describing uh, at a higher level, I think we'll probably say that uh, in in this case you can't. But it's a good strategy. I like it. I respect it. I respect the hustle, but um, I do not allow the hustle. <laughs> in that case. I've just got the one remaining spell slot, and I, <laughs> I gotta be sure about how I want to use it. Uh, also, worth I might noting, have to of wait course, for things. Is sorry, you go can ahead. Hear the the scraping and scratching of all of the various corpses, uh, sort of converging on the meteorite, uh, having been called home by, by the the remaining substance. So they're not they're not actively charging you. Like it's not like a World War Z. No, they're showing up and just dumping their they're, substance. Yeah, contents. they're all kind of like rolling rolling in and walking in, and more of the substance is kind of like, uh, it, it, like erupting from them in spikes and, and shards and it's um, all flowing and kind of into flowing into yeah yeah uh, okay in, he's almost got roots at this point uh to to some of these things as they kind of run in and, and fall over delivering they're basically just delivery systems at this point yeah god what's the play here you know um Shall we huddle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Quinny is Time like out. at the top of a hill on the other side of the meteor. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. the only person uh, yeah. who can't is Quinny. We just do yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy video game thing where you just slam R1 and R2 and just like a cool guitar riff plays and you can just give a little speech and then we'll get back to it. You know, it, it lines up with like the last time we recorded and how our episodes are like released weekly. I had a week to think about this. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, Minor Illusion will handle it. <laughs> so now you're just Quinny. You're just thinking on your feet. Ah, oh, yeah, I'm doing a bad job. Um, I'm going to... Let's see if I can't uh, cave in a tunnel on some of these corpses. Staunch the flow of, of substance. We got blasting materials around here, I, I assume, and, and things like that. Would I yep. be able to cave in a, a, a tunnel that's got these dwarven corpses and mole rats coming through? Sure. Um, I think we'll... Would, would your plan be to Eldritch Blast it, or how, how are you imagining doing uh, If it looks precarious enough, I would nudge it with an Eldritch Blast, you know, because I can push things 10 mm. feet when I when I hit them to, like, displace any kind of, like, bracing or anything like sure, that. Yeah. Or I would look for actual literal blasting material, which, you know, take a couple turns or whatever to, to try and get that done. Okay. Um, so I'll give you the option. You can blast a support in the hopes of, of caving some stuff in. It will staunch it somewhat. It's fast. You can just kind of do it. Or you can search for actual blasting materials to really cause one of those, like, for lack of a better term, video game cave-ins, where it's like, <laughs> ah, we didn't want to design this part of the map. So you know what? My Eldritch <laughs> Blast currently can fork into two. Like, I can, I can fire yes. two beams. So I'm going to go for simultaneous hit of each beam on either side of the tunnel. Mm. That kind All of right. thing. Groovy. So go ahead and roll your attack. Um, I normally give you advantage for attacking a uh, a non like an inanimate object, like a stationary object. Uh, however, these things are are beams of wood. They're they're you know they're not small, but they're also not huge. And you're sure. trying to hit two simultaneously. You're doing the uh, the Fred Flintstone bowling ball split. Yep. So uh, I'm going to drop the advantage back down to just a, a normal roll. But right. yeah, you can see a tunnel that looks very collapsible. Okay. 
12 and a little bit of juice on that. <laughs> a total, uh, a dirty 20 plus eight with the Eldritch Blast. Yep, that'll do. Uh, that's one, I should say. Did you want me yep. to roll for both blasts? Please do. Yeah. Uh, five plus eight, 12. Or Twelve. 13, sorry. 13. Uh, it's at the DC of 13, so you are fine. Um, so both uh, both strikes go through. Um, there is a, uh, you know, just like wood explodes backward off um, both of these things. And I think we'll say this was one of the the tunnels added by the, uh, the Aka expedition. So it's not, you know, beautifully crafted by by expert stonemasons. It's instead like rickety army shit that is very good at keeping the shit in line, but not really built to last. So wood kind of splinters blow out um, either side and uh, you hear just a sickening crunch as they kind of like drop a foot, um, <laughs> snap inward and uh, rock and stone just kind of collapses from the ceiling. Um, and you see a bunch of the creatures just kind of like get get crushed and and stopped as as they come through. You're not sure what effect it's had, uh, but the DM knows <laughs> that's all that matters. Right. Uh, I'd like to move and use my bonus action uh, to hide if I can. Basically, just relocate because I c- collapsed a tunnel uh, and and <laughs> basically uh, yeah take take cover and hide and see if I can make my next move. Uh, sure. I mean, someone's got to survive to tell the story, right? Well, yeah. I'm glaring at Tom. The Quinny story is going to be great, guys. I'll make you all look good. Don't worry. <laughs> and I will emerge the true king of a cop, <laughs> as I always was. King Quinny. Um, yeah, you had right. such a good run with that previously. We all know you're desperate for a crown again. <laughs> that sounds like the Reginald power talking. really I went know, to your I head. I know buttholes yeah. pulling for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that brings us to uh, the the substance. Uh, so um, Reginald uh, lurches forward, doing kind of that that horrible uh, thing that is in a body, but does uh, a bit of the um, uh, the Edgar walk from um, Men in Black of <laughs> something that is in a body that it doesn't really know how to operate because it's it's just puppeting it and it doesn't really have a sense. Unfortunately, the Reginald is in spectacular shape and is big, so. This thing lurching forward is is not uh, does not feel great. Um, but well, you were the closest, given that you were you know sharing the book and everything else. Uh, so it's going to lurch towards you, um, and uh, as it does so, you know it's it's holding the sword, but it doesn't necessarily seem to know what it's for yet. Um, so I'm instead, assuming you mean his flaming hammer. Is he is he wielding the hammer right now or the the blade? He, he's he's a hammer boy. He's been carrying it the whole I time. Sort of earlier. Okay. Uh, yeah. So flaming. Uh, it'll be the flaming hammer. Then um, it will have dropped that. And great. I would have preferred a sword. So getting rid of the hammer is super. Yeah. It drops the the hammer because <laughs> the the fire it recoils a bit from the fire. So it's very much like a Ugh, <laughs> which isn't like a, a gesture it knows, but one that Reginald's body knows. Um, and given that it is signaling to Reginald's body that there is something dangerous. It is a it is a a, a, a strong toss uh, to um, get the hammer out of the hands, um, and then it lurches forward, kind of like hands up, um, fingers splayed, um, and uh, tendrils whip out uh, of of the hands. Yeah. Um, you kind of wish that it was like the tendrils come out, and then like you can see Reginald's face or whatever, but there's just too much goo. Um, so the tendrils uh, sort of shoot out at you. I'm going to go ahead and roll my attacks here. What's your AC right now, bud? Great. He's swinging that shield up. 23. Ooh, that's a nat 20 and a 19. So uh. just bad, 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 bad. All, all the way down. 
Um, okie dokie. Uh, so... So on the first one, that is... Uh, 41 points of damage. Mm-hmm. What? From the critical. Uh, and from the non-critical, it's uh, 12 points of damage. Um, you're also grappled as the tendrils, uh, like kind of like one shoots up your nose, uh, another one kind of like grabs you and fish hooks the, the side of your, your mouth. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's clearly trying to spread the love a little bit here. Um, and, uh, as it does so other ones kind of like wrap around your shoulders and, and start pulling you in, uh, and you can feel your skin begin to burn, um, in the, the few places where it's exposed. Uh, you get the sense that, uh, it's grasp will cause damage, uh, Surprise, surprise. Um, and it just continues to scream at you. There's really, it, there's not enough sentience in this thing to, for it to, to form words or language. It's just a a primal scream of a creature long abandoned by its mind. Um, bringing us to Buttle. Great. Well, I mean, it's here. It's on him. There's a lot of clever ideas, except when you're going to be absorbed by a creature that's absolutely <laughs> destroying you. So uh, in just an absolute howl of outrage at this betrayal by this fucking goo, uh, (laughs) he is going to cast Hammer Guardians. He's just going to (laughs) fucking fart hammers all over this goddamn thing. This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. 
The hosts of Dum Dums and Dragons are 420 friendly all year round, which is why we are excited to have IndiCloud back as a sponsor. As IndiCloud gets ready for summer, they're rolling out a new product, Dank Sickles. <laughs> It's got a great name, and I've never seen anything like this before. A summertime popsicle with 20 milligrams of cannabis. These bad boys come in wild cherry and blue race flavors, and you can mix and match with a pack of five or go with your flavor of choice. Danksicles are strong enough to share, but mellow enough to take to your next beach day or vacation. And unlike your sketchy neighborhood shop or dealer, IndiCloud gives you savings on every single order. It could be through their gold rewards program, their subscribe and save deals, or our special promo code just for Dum Dums and Dragons listeners. So please, right now, get 30% off your purchase. Head to indicloud.co slash dumdums to get 30% off your first order. And tell them that Dum Dums and Dragons sent you. That's I-N-D-A-C-L-O-U-D dot C-O, not com, C-O, slash dumdums, D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S, to get 30% off your first order. And let us know how the dank sickles are. Ah, so it's power you seek, is it? Well, I, Xanthus of Dum Dums and Dice, am more than happy to provide you with a little bit of that, and it won't cost you anything, unlike that accursed Dum Dums and Dice Patreon. I mean, over there, sure, you can give a dollar to join a Patreon-only Discord and talk to other fans of the shows. You can get ad-free feeds. You can even create names or even an NPC that shows up in the shows. You can even get your name in the closing credits, and all it will cost you is a bit of your, um mortal money. Of course, you could instead make a deal with me, and I could give you power the likes of which you could never even dream of. And of course, the cost is somewhat higher than a few of your mortal dollars, but after all, who doesn't enjoy a good deal? Well, if you do decide that you would rather spend human money than engage in the dark arts with me, you can of course go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, or we could make a deal. So just a 15 feet of diameter of violence... I don't know. I'm imagining he can't separate Goo from Reginald in terms of targets. Well, then great. Everybody's just taking a fucking beating. He doesn't give a fuck right now. So he's he's swinging in hard. Uh, R.I.P. Reginald. At level five. Uh, and he is also going to instinctively cast Shield of Faith on himself at the same time while just yep. howling in outrage, which will raise his AC by two. It's a bonus action for that one. So sure. still legal. Uh all right, so Reginald slash the goo is now in the field. Butthole's strategy in his brain is the hammers should kill the goo faster than Reginald. It's about efficiency here. Um, they need to take, oh, dear God. Um, okay, yes, they need to take a wisdom saving throw DC 18. Because we all know mindless creatures are so wise. This one almost passed on Sherlock, but <laughs> not on on this. And what's uh, what's Reginald's uh, wisdom? Oh, Reginald's wisdom is minus one. <laughs> <laughs> they both fail. <laughs> Fabulous! It will be consistent. And what is Reginald's HP right now? Just so I can track it. Reginald's HP is one hundred and eleven. <sighs> God damn. But only for now. Yep. Uh, 
They uh, take 19 points of radiant damage. Or 38. Or 38 if they have a weakness to these things. <laughs> that is a bold assertion, ma'am. I don't know where you're pulling that from. Maybe from our general experience fighting goo at this point. <laughs> this is the only radiant resistant goo if only, in town. If only Tashiar and that away team <laughs> knew about the impacts of radiant damage. Uh, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, Butthole can't really say anything clever. He's also just yelling with his mouth closed. He saw what happened to Reginald. This is just a fight of a guy with his eyes blazing radiant light, (laughs) covered in light, farting miniature versions of himself. And these ones aren't just soaring through the air anymore. They're fucking livid. So you're just watching them all stand in the air, just fucking hammer away (laughs) in a field around him. So it's not spinning. They can yell for him. It's All the other furious. different butthole mouths. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> given, Ryan, that you use your action to summon your hammer guardians rather than trying to break out of the grapple, uh, you will take 10 acid damage uh, from the, the grip. Um, and I think you can you can probably think of that less as it's super acidic um, and more that um, it is warming its way. It's trying to like worm its way into your body to take you over, and it's it's causing damage as it does that. Okay, uh, how does concentration work with damage then? I believe you're rolling a check. Uh, roll a Constitution saving throw. Yeah, that's you one. have to pass ten or uh, half the damage you took, whichever's higher. Okay. So ten. Yeah, it's fine. That's a that's an eighteen. You're pretty pissed off. It makes sense that these hammer guardians are not getting out of there yet. They're they're here for the show, you know. Yep. Uh, excellent. Okay. Um, but uh, as the hammer guardians go to work and just start fucking smashing, uh, smashing away. Um, uh, every time the the radiant damage hits, there's like little, uh, like almost like uh, pock marks of of Reginald's armor through them. Um, mm. as, uh, as the, the radiant, um, stuff bursts and you see the creature lurching, um, like it's, it's being slapped around, uh, by these, these hammers as it takes again, significant damage. Um, and now the, the, the pain, uh, the scream turns to one of pain rather than of rage. Uh, and, uh, as we saw earlier, all of the, the creatures that are, are converging stop like, uh, meerkats, um, and just kind of like pop their heads up. Um, and all of their jaws drop and they all emit their own variation of the scream with whatever vocal cords they have left. Uh, at which point, uh, four of them, uh, burst, um, and, uh, goo kind of launches forth, uh, from them, um, and begins to lurch towards you, uh, as, uh, four tendril monsters are, are born of, of their hosts. Uh, so I got to roll for them. Great. And are they approaching butthole? They're they haven't like they they were just born, so they ah, they have it. to they have to move on their on their turn. But um, they've just pooped into existence. Yeah, yeah, just pooped into existence. Um, <laughs> so there are four of them now. This is Butthole's other strategy, which is he's seen this goo join up with other goo and get bigger. Yeah, come on down to Hammertown, you little motherfuckers. <laughs> I mean, they do have a juniper to go through on the way, so we'll see. Or an echo, I should say. Um, all right. Uh, that brings us to... Uh, waka, 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 waka. Um, echo. Yeah. So, Tom, can you yes. um, 
describe to me because I know Quinny uh, got two of the tunnels down. One what tunnel. have? Oh, just one tunnel. Both support beams in one tunnel. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so I know we've got the four little weird creeping goo uh, and Reginald goo. How many other? Like what? 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 Where are the directions? Where is everything else coming from? Just right. so I get a sense of where things are. Yep, totally. So um, you can almost think of this arena as a donut. Uh, the hole in okay. the center of the donut is the meteorite. Um, to the north west, ever so slightly. Um, mm-hmm. Or actually, you know what? If we're if we're on a proper compass, uh, directly on that angle to the northwest is where mm-hmm. the overseer's office was. So Quinny is kind of somewhere up there. Okay. Um, just near Quinny, almost exactly at uh, the the sort of northmost point, is the big tunnel that leads uh, theoretically into a car. Okay. Um, to the south is the entrance you came through, uh, and there are a variety of different entrances and exits throughout the space. It's worth noting that because the thing doesn't have a central mind right now, it is not having a great time coordinating these things. Okay. So in terms of numbers... Safe to say, too many to kill, uh, but also if Reginald Goo goes down, they probably go down because... Yes. Okay, so they're just coming in from all over, no coordination really. No, no. Um, And like there are some falling from the the ceiling as well. And we're just south of the, um, except for Quinny, we're just south of the... Yeah, you're you're at the small uh, small shrine just to the south. So like literally like at the, the edge of the meteorite. To your right, if you need it for whatever reason, is like a small throne with a bunch of pillows and stuff where Blood Worthington clearly early yep. in the sort of stewardship of the mine was kind of her her cool overseer hangout. But mm-hmm. gradually uh, she realized being a liquid goo monster and a meteorite was better, you know, as you do. Okay, cool. Natural progression and all that. Um. All right. So Butthole is not... Uh, I know he's like engaged with the goo, but it's tendrils, right? Like he's separated from Reginald itself. So Reginald is covered in the goo yep. and the tendrils are off of, uh, are pulling him in. So like he is engaged in combat with the Reginald monster. We're on top of each other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was just trying to see if I could moonbeam him. Without. I should also say uh, because of Quinny's actions, there are actually only two creeping goo monsters, not four. Oh. Ooh. So two of them pop out, and then two rocks fall from the ceiling and just squish those two. So there's only yeah, two. Yeah, it's that one like little bit of pebble that always falls at the end of like a. It's the comedy beat at the end of the collapse, and just those just roll down and Monty Python style to squish the the two. Okay, what I'm going to do is I want to hack at the tendrils that are pulling butthole in, so okay. he can be fully in the fight and not getting. So you're basically trying to free him from the grapple. Yes. Okay. Exactly. So I will, uh, and I'm still Echo because it's taken me an action to change appearance. <laughs> but luckily, Echo is exactly as strong as Juniper. It's <laughs> Funny how that works. So Echo's got just like a fucking long sword. Doesn't really make sense by the physics, like how she's holding it to get the angle. <laughs> but Tyler and I played a lot of Final Fantasy VII. We're good. We're fine. Yeah. This makes yeah. sense. It's good. One hand it. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> um. Laura, I should ask just for clarity's sake, are you are you going to attack the creature in the hopes like basically are you you want to spend your action to get him out of the grapple? Yes. 
Okay, so then let's have you rather than rolling an attack. I, I like. I think visually it is absolutely this, mm-hmm. um, but we're going to treat this as you attempting to break the grapple that he's in. So rather oh. than trying to roll an attack, it's just literally like, can you get in there? So uh, I'm going to need either. Um, it sounds like strength is what you're doing here yeah. as you're bringing down the the hammer, the sword hammer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, go ahead and roll me an athletics check, please. Okay. Or I would honestly, I would buy decks uh, and acrobatics, given that it's echo like jamming a sword in to get get them loose. It's exactly the same. Sorry, you want athletics? Athletics. Sure. Can do? A sword is just a hammer they sharpened wrong. Uh, that is twenty two. Twenty two. Um, you just come in again like giant sword swing um, and um, hack the tendrils off um but whole you're able to just quickly claw them off your face your little hammer guys are again doing like the the little ashes thing but if they were on his team in evil dead like pulling tendrils out of your mouth and like you know rubbing <laughs> your cheek to get get the the remnants off with their little sleeves um and uh, just generally getting you back in the fight uh but yes you you stumble loose um as echo you you hack tendrils uh which just kind of like fall away turning to ash excellent that is my turn. <laughs> well, no, that's what Laura says. What does Echo say when she does it? Uh, Echo. <laughs> uh, Echo says, like, if someone's taking Reginald's skin, it's going to be me. And then she. Jesus. You know, I asked and I didn't <laughs> want to know. I, yeah. In retrospect, <laughs> fooled me several times. Continued. Shame on me. Um, okay, terrifying but effective. <laughs> um, Reginald, um, you are uh, lost amid a, a, a sea of goo. Um, I'm going to need from you, please, a... Um, I think... Hmm. I kind of want to say a wisdom save, but I would also take a con save, because basically this is you... As your mind is consumed by the goo, uh, trying to like dog paddle your way up um, and kind of keep uh, keep yourself in the fight. Okay. Yeah, let's go with Constitution. I guess he's he's not a he's not a wise man. He he's not someone who trusts his feelings. His feelings yeah, always yeah, okay, say yeah, that's, run. That's true. Yeah. All right, and this is uh, against being. I would imagine frightened. I buy that. Yep. Great. He is a hardened soul, ironically. Also, which means he has... you can't be frightened. No, when you're I this have advantage. To me. Oh. So, well, still, I got goo in my fucking brain. It's, okay. it's technically <laughs> oh, not. Okay. Of it's technically not frightened, but it's gotcha. basically like fight. Because basically, the way I'm imagining this check is, it's can Reginald piece to get? You know, it's it's very much like a mind palace problem, where it's like, can he piece together solid ground? Amidst this, yeah, and no, if you fair. need a visual reference, this is just that spooky bit from the opening credits of the '90s Spider-Man show where fucking Venom is like a massive thing. Peter Parker's like, "I'm running!" And it's like, Wah! and it was a really terrifying thing to just throw in the credits all <laughs> willy-nilly alongside all the other fun when you want you Spider-Man's going on. So it's that kind of situation where just like your entire brain is being consumed. So it's less yeah, about yeah, being yeah. afraid and more about can you find solace. That said, I feel like it's well, in the butthole can't be frightened by the goo. Hell yeah. <laughs> Um, but also I do, I do feel like this is within the fright realm. So yeah, you can, you can take your advantage. Uh, as, as with, as he is a blood hunter, 
Reginald is a hardened soul, which means he has advantage to saving throws against being charmed or frightened. But due to the way I roleplay him, I think he only has that against things that could actively kill him if he does something <laughs> dumb. In terms of generally being afraid, it's a constant. Uh, so he has advantage on this roll. So he got a 23. Damn. Um, what uh, what structure does does Reginald summon uh, to give him footing to fight back against this this dark tide of, of substance? Oh, Reginald is a coward, so he summons Daddy's castle. He knows the the castle of Aka from like the Hell Realm. That's the safest place to be because he's number two there. <laughs> so it just like appears in front of him, and he's fucking in, just gearing up on big crazy horde armor, like just becoming <laughs> the the nightmare hell version of himself, ready to throw down. He's had mind flayers in his fucking brain before. They think they're not ready for the goddamn horde master. He's ready. <laughs> cool. Um, so not unlike, uh, you know, some teenager who always beats me at Fortnite, you just summon a castle out of nowhere, just out of nowhere. It's just there and it's very impressive. Um, and, uh, the, the tide of, you know, teeth and, and giant nineties cartoon monsters, um, kind of crashes against it. Uh, and slowly but surely you start to, to, to bulk the fuck up with, um, you know, spooky presumably like 90s comic book level giant oh, it's, armor. Just, it's it's like massive spawn as a knight armor and he's just looking back out the door and he goes oh you think you think i'm trapped in my mind with you you're wrong you're trapped in my mind with me <laughs> <laughs> and it just screams it screams incomprehensibly uh but you know it bounces off the walls <laughs> it's great um okay cool so uh the good news is the progress tracker I have on my sheet does not progress this turn. This turn. Majestic. Um, uh, yay, top of the yay. round. Uh, Quinny, uh, you see all of this happening. What do you do? Yeah. We've got to get that shit off of Reginald, preferably without killing him. <laughs> you know, I've had one of my friends turn on me before because of Archibald Tingler. And in that scenario, we didn't lay a finger on butthole, and we managed to get him out of that. Even though he was forced to do combat with us, we were able to like protect our friend without harming our friend. So, knowing that he's the host, it's all over him, he's got to get it from the inside. So I would like to, if I can on this turn, close the distance between where I am over to Reginald. I can use cunning action to dash. I mean, it's pretty far, Tyler. You'd have to be able to uh, uh, spring or... Or stride. Know, or stride in order Sorry, to do that. I just don't know how you do it. But I, I kind of... Thank you. No, I, I lost I have it. I had something, it, I had it I sassily ready and then I lost that. it. So I'm yeah. glad you finished it for me. But yeah, you'd have to be able to do that. Uh, I just don't know if you can. I I can. Yeah. Wait, I, I picked these boots up into mine, as a matter of fact. So they're back on home turf. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah. Home field advantage. Uh, yeah, man, you could absolutely, with with your, like, ridiculous mobility, yes, you could absolutely make it down there. As he leaps, he just yells, these boots are mine! <laughs> <laughs> these are mine boots and my boots. Um, <laughs> Boom! <laughs> the ghosts have guys so harmonize really nicely there. <laughs> Booing from the cave. <laughs> We've been practicing. We joined a barbershop quartet. We only do boos. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Tom and I and three dead people. We practice at a cemetery. It's pretty great. We're right next to a local comedy club. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, great. So I'm there. He's writhing, you know. Um, I would like to take my medallion of thought, place it in Reginald's hand, uh, and then clasp his hand with, with mine so that he can probe my thoughts, so that he can hear what I'm thinking. And I just want to basically spend the rest of my turn encouraging him, telling him that we're out here fighting for him and that he's got to make it out. Okay. That's very sweet. Um, I'm going to make you roll for it, though, because his hand isn't clear right now. I understand that. It's, yeah. (laughs) You're going to encourage the goo so much. That goo is going to feel more maternal help than it's ever been. I've watched enough episodes of, played enough games of, and read enough comics of Sonic the Hedgehog to know that the power of friendship can often (laughs) breach even the darkest of days. I'm just trying to check some boxes that Butthole's given me for this adventure. I got to be heroic and shit. (laughs) Sure, that's why you're doing it. Um, okay, that's what so, I can say I didn't now. even think about that. That's um, what I can tell people. I don't care about them. I just had to do a heroic thing. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Oh. Um, okay, so Quinny, I think for you, um, I don't even know what check to call on this one. Um, I think maybe charisma. We can go with a charisma based. We can go straight charisma if you're not. If one of the skills isn't doing no, it for you. No, I feel like. Uh, I would okay. I would take persuasion. Sure. Yeah, let's go with persuasion. Uh, well, actually, hang on. Let me put this to you. I think I know the answer to this. It's adorable. Uh, are you being genuine or are you putting on a show for him? Oh, putting on a show for butthole? You mean? No, for for <laughs> Reginald. Like, are are you legitimately? I are, am being is the genuine. way you're trying to inspire him by saying like, "Hey, we are actually out here and we've got your back," or is it like? This fucking guy only works when he thinks he's got support. So I'm just going to like really like effusively tell him over and over again. Like where, I'm going to try the, the earnest and genuine support. If that's not working, I will go back to old faithful. Like instead of the carrot, I will use the stick and be like, if you don't get out of there, we will punish you. <laughs> we will go to hell. Yeah. Fight our way back into hell and kill you again. All right, cool. So then in that case, yes, <laughs> let's go with let's go with persuasion. Persuasion. Okay. 14 for a total of 17. All right, Rose, do roll and pose check for the goo. That is a nat one. So, Oof. okay. Um, yeah, yeah, baby. You know, your your hand crackles with eldritch light as you 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 shove it into uh, Reginald's hand and uh, the goo recoils uh, from the the crackle of of energy. Um and sure enough, like uh, you you press it into his hand. Uh Quinny, what what do you what do you say? What what words echo? In the the massive tide of goo that uh, Reginald is viewing, f- wearing his '90s Spawn action figure armor um, against uh, against the darkness, what booms like the voice of God uh, through this space? Uh, just uh, 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 Reginald, it's Quinny. Reginald, I want you to know that we're fighting hard for you outside here, man. But you have to do this from the inside. Only you can do this. We're pulling for you out here, but you have to do this. You can do it. Reginald, do you respond? Oh, Reginald is fucking gearing up, and he's like, I'm going to kick this thing's fucking ass! Amazing. Uh, so, uh, Reginald, you get advantage on your next um, 
role like that as, as you choose. So whatever action you're taking, the next big thing you're doing, if you're like, I move twice, it's like, well, fucking, you can hang on to it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Um, or actually, no, we can we can clarify this. Are you holding inspiration right now as Reginald? Uh, yes, he has one piece, uh, one inspiration. Oh man, I'm just gonna keep this stupid fucking rule rule going. Just take take double inspiration. You, you <laughs> All got right. It. I was I was thinking in Genesis terms. I'm like, yeah, just put one forward. Fuck that. No, you just have inspiration. You're you're fired up. Uh, you can use it how you see fit. Mm. Um, okay, great. Um, so yeah, Quinny, uh, you are holding on to uh, the creature. So yep. Um, what I would like from you, please, as uh, as you're holding it, you know, tendrils just slither down and start slithering up your arm. Uh, if you can give me an acrobatics, just basically for <laughs> doing that, like, I don't want to shake hands with you thing where you're just, like, worming your arm around enough that the tendrils can't quite get purchase. <laughs> okay. That's a 23. You're very good at it. You don't like shaking hands <laughs> when you don't want to. It's full on. Uh, I am, like... Uh, uh, because the way we use the medallion of thought uh, up to this point is like you have to make in contact with the person to hear their thoughts. And so I am basically playing uh, like keep away and tag with this thing as it chases me. And I'm just basically uh, uh, you ever seen, uh, you know, you know, one person does hand boning. This is a two person hand boning where I'm just <laughs> making contact with my hands quick as I can on different exposed parts of his armor and body where this where the the slime is not necessarily having full purchase. And then it like gets drawn to where I'm making contact next and before it can get me, I'm gone. I'm just moving around, hand-boning around him. <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, I will shoehorn hand-boning into this goddamn show any chance I get. <laughs> Honestly, do. like, it's welcome. Just like anytime a hurdy-gurdy shows up, it's yeah. just, you know, it's it's just a, it's, it's a gift for, for all involved. Uh, all right, amazing. So hand-bone in a way, uh, you don't take any damage from the, the tendrils uh, and you are not grappled. Um, bring us to the substance. A um, lot of stuff going on for it that it does not care for. Uh, so first, um, the uh, Ryan, I know it's going to take damage from being in the hammer field. Yes, so it needs to pay. Take another wisdom save. DC eighteen. It's just a just a seven. <laughs> Okie dokie. And then Re Reginald also has to take one. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I will let you roll for Reginald. It occurs to me that me rolling and then asking you things is kind of pointless. That's fine. That's a nat 20 for Reginald, baby. He's so Ooh, fucking he's fired inspired. up, man. He's got the power of Quinny. <laughs> and Just that. like Huey Lewis in the news saying about <laughs> the power is. of Quinn. 27 <laughs> radiant damage uh, from this round. On my 5d8s, there are two sevens and an eight in there, which is real nice. Um, um, so I have an aura of warding, so that means me... Oh, wait. Hang on. This is Hammer Guardians? Yes. Yeah, and that's a spell. Yes. So friends within 10 feet of me have resistance to damage from spells. So Reginald's damage should be halved. Well, we we were saying Reginald and the goo count as one thing because I couldn't target him separately either. So do you want to give it to both of them? And the well, goo? No, it's it's friends within. I don't know. Okay. Oh, that might, I don't know what that does. Yeah, it's a fair question, Tommy. How powerful mm. is the power of friendship? Yeah. We're about to find out. Is Echo Reginald's friend? No, I think emphatically question. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it means friendly creatures. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's your call, Tom. Because obviously, yeah, it's a little bit different. Honestly, I I think I'll take it. I think I'll take it. Um, I, I think the the idea 
stance that like in the same way that if he was unconscious and it was puppeting his body, like his body, he doesn't need to be aware of it. It sounds like you are aware of it and that's enough. So yeah, we can, we can cut that down. Yeah, man. That aura, just echo in her lovely aura of warding. <laughs> I don't know. The aura makes more sense when it's Juniper, but <laughs> Echo can't help but give it up. <laughs> yeah, it's that like everyone around you is just so uncomfortable that they aren't paying attention to the damage they're taking as much. They're just like, ow, ow, hang on. But like, I'm not turning my back on her. Okay, so it's 27 radiant damage to the creature. Yep. Theoretically, doubles to 54. Reginald starts at half damage, but he also passed his wisdom save, which cuts it to half damage, and he did it with a nat 20. So, Tom, how much damage does Reginald take? Uh, At the nat 20, and Echo's suspect friendship, uh, I will will say he takes no damage this round. All righty, then. 54 damage to that goddamn goo. Just keep doing it like this. Doing it like this. Yep. Um, speaking of, um, as the damage hits, uh, lo and behold, a number of the the creatures um, just kind of like sprint forward, and ah. their bodies fall away as um, goo cartwheels out of them. Uh, as uh, four more um, uh, goo creatures enter for a total of six, uh, the first two um, move up. Uh, they will move into the hammer field because they're they're kind of rushing in to flank. So they so need to pass. They have their wisdom save and their movement speed is cut by half. That's fine. You're all grouped together. Well, wait, it's a 15-foot field? It's a 15-foot field. So if they only got 30 feet of movement, they can't get to us this oh, turn. Oh, baby, they, they ain't got that much. Um, Yay, so this is why Butthole loves this fucking spell. It's, <laughs> it's the keep your friends alive spell. Yeah, okay. So the first two um, uh, enter the field and are immediately just pummeled to ash because okay. I feel like... <laughs> You can roll damage, but I, I think it's probably not going to be great for them because uh, they failed pretty badly. So go ahead. Oh, that was a 31. So 62 Ooh. damage. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's um, three so sevens are, and an eight on five dice. Yeah. So just nice. completely obliterated um, as uh, as the hammers uh, swing uh, fast and furious. Uh, unfortunately, this does bring us to uh, the substance. Um, which is, of course, right up in your grill, and seeing it, its its backup get shredded, uh, it goes it goes hard at, uh, at you there, butthole. I know your armor class is up, which is good. Twenty five. Um, all right, so that's still one hit, uh, not two, and um, that is uh, twenty two points of damage. Okie dokie. And as always, you are grappled um, as uh, as it begins to to worm its way around you. Um, and you're going to need to roll uh, to see if you can keep your hammers up. Yep. Unlikely, but we'll try. He, is it a save that you have to roll? Yeah, uh, you have to roll a save of, what is it? Ten. Ten or... Or half the damage you took. Half the damage. Which is higher, which would be 11 for this one. Uh, and you can add three, because this is a saving throw, right? Mm, that's and what I was I concerned with. And I have an aura of protection. Yeah. So you can add three to that. Again, 
You know Echo's there, so you have to concentrate extra hard to ignore yeah. that Echo is there. Uh, that's okay. I rolled I rolled an 18 with that additional bonus, so well within the realm of still hammers. Nice. Echo's like right. jet black shark eyes don't distract you from your spell. It's <laughs> good. Echo's so terrifying, and yet friendship with Echo's keeping us alive. Echo being near is keeping us alive. I think it's just we all shy away from Echo, but Echo is the greatest point of danger that, like, Butthole has that moment of looking over me like, but it means he dodges like a a massive bolt that would have killed him. I mean, yeah, under the weird like clothing of that dead dwarf, she's still wearing, you know, Juniper's armor. She's still in the chair. She's still wielding the sword. She's still a friend, man. And also a a dead man's pajamas. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. Uh, And that uh, will bring us to Butthole. All right, uh, Butthole has had the ever-loving shit kicked out of him, and he's not confident that he can get out of this grip, but he is confident that he can use his powers to not die. Uh, He's going to turn his healing energy on himself uh, and just just fart really hard, and a bunch of extra little Buttholes are going to join the field, and then he's just going to take a big fucking breath and inhale a bunch of little Buttholes that, like, just... You can see them, like, swimming around under his skin and, like, uh, into his neck, and then, like, up, and they're, like... One of them leans out his eyes, Echo, and gives you a thumbs up, and, like, another one, they're, like, like, rubbing on him. He's getting a lot of kisses from the ones in the air, and it's just healing his wounds as they, like, rub up on his tummy and shit where his armor's been ripped. Is this uh, like is this a new level thing or something? <laughs> Listen, he's, he's butthole just he feeling is, himself right now. He is ascending over time, and you got to yeah. realize the powers right. are becoming That's, more butthole and less Moonhammer because it's all part of its own you're bullshit. Absolutely right. Now, Laura, I know logic, that you're used to your characters ascending to godhood in like incredibly dark ways where they become power hungry, <laughs> but some people just get smooches. We just some some of us just want extra what? kisses in the world. Really, that was a possibility. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> let me do the math on how much I heal here. God, I love this so much. Okay. Dear Jesus. This is something he's good at, so I gotta do the math. 33. Okay, he heals himself for 59 points of health, because he blasted that one off at level 6, which is not a small lift for him. But he is back in the game uh, by looking like he's only had half the ever-loving shit kicked out of him at this point. Like he does that. You're used to seeing him like majestically heal back to full health, and instead he's gone from a guy about to die to a guy losing a boxing match. That's what you're seeing in the the overall thing. And he is still fucking being grappled. <sighs> uh, yeah. So you can go ahead and take. Uh, 10 points of acid damage. Uh. All righty. To erase the new number I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Write a lower number down. That's it's fine. Just like all the, like in my head, the little buttholes were doing like a, like a, a cleanup montage. Um, and it's just like, they're like, oh, great. We did a great job. And then one of them just like, you know, the acid, the, the, as the stuff starts getting like the, the substance starts covering you just like does a full like slippery floor take uh, and just falls over. Losing, losing points of damage. The other buttholes are, are horrified. They're going to sue. Like, this is why unions are important. Um, yeah. But uh, still that's a fight. 22 on his concentration check. So he's fucking ready to do this all goddamn day. Amazing. Um, okay. Uh, that brings us to Echo. Speaking of people who are willing to do things all day. Look, it's just got to be the same thing again because <laughs> we need butthole 
we need him to he's obviously doing some good with the hammer guardians and shit so echo is very frustrated with goo and she is going to hack it because <laughs> she doesn't have no. words anymore all right then Mine, Rome, uh, go ahead with your um, acrobatic. Oh, no, you went athletics. Athletics, yeah. yeah. Oh, not great. Can I, I want to use my inspiration on that. Sure. One of my inspirations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 19. Uh, 19. Yep, 19 will do it. Excellent. So um, once again... Uh, you you sort of like strike through, and um, it manages to get the the ham boning arms up, uh, which kind of like deflects your strike. Uh, but as you said, Echo is very frustrated. So the second one is less elegant and more just like an angry like, just like thwacking at it. But yeah. you know, sometimes a good a good thwack from a, a giant sword is all you need. Um, so the tendrils <laughs> yeah, she release. She just hit it with the broadside. Yeah, exactly. So it just, like, <laughs> like a fucking cricket bat. Yeah. Um, yeah, you smack it, it splatters, um, and, uh, and and butthole, you are you are ungrappled yet again. Mr. Um, butthole, please kill it. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> Fuck this thing. <laughs> um, at which point our camera zooms into that thing um, <laughs> and uh, descends spiraling from the sky as... Uh, you know, a giant kind of tornado of black goo begins to to form um, around uh, the the fortress that Reginald has has raised uh, inside his mind, hiding deep within uh, the the uh, grim dark um, Aka Palace, uh, wearing uh, armor of his his fear and rage, and encouraged uh, by the sound of his best friend Quinny Brownbarrow, um, <laughs> Reginald. Uh, you stand against the the demon in your mind. What do you do? This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan Laplante at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at El Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-M-B. And tune in next week for more Dom Doms and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Roman Brown, Spot Allen, Flynn1138, Alorraine Okapi, OMG It's Big Nick, D&D and Things, Norma Byers, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Flea Unit, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Melissa Rain, 
Mithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Modes of thought in Interran literature. Second year classics, Harbridge University. Seven years ago, a Chinese military sub accidentally went down in the Pacific Ocean. Turns out, the sub fell smack in front of a gigantic three-sided pyramid in the ruins of what we now call Dark City. This Interran lit class. Seems like there's a lot of debate about it. Legally, I cannot stop you from teaching this class, but I strongly advise that What? You, you know what, if you want to tank your reputation, that's on you. You don't believe a word I say about Antara, right? You're right. I do not believe Antara exists. I need to know. Is it real? You came all the way to China to find out? Okay, everyone, get out right now. Now, Raquel, what the hell are you doing? I'm gonna cut my hand, and you're all gonna feel it. Ow! See? I told you. Modes of Thought in Interran Literature. An audio drama. Produced by Wolf of the Door Studios. For more information, please visit WLFDR.com.